one. Hello and welcome back to Benedictine University's Eagle Talk podcast in affiliation with the Candor newspaper. I am your host Mason Sobiesk and we are in second semester of our school year here today and I have with me freshman Tanner Starrett. Tanner, how are you? I'm great today. Uh, we're going to do something a little bit different. Um, we're just going to try to do something unique with each guest that I have, try to uh, pique their interest and get some stuff talking um, about what they are interested in. Uh, so me and Tanner wanted to just talk a little bit about some basketball. Uh, March Madness is coming up. We're all uh, we're all hyped on the basketball team. We're all hyped, um, I know, in the apartments. So uh, we're going to do a little bit of talking about that and then uh, some other questions. But we'll get right to it. We're going to do our own version of bracketology a little bit. Uh, so we're going to go through the seeds, talk about like our, our favorite teams, uh, and do some stuff like that. So, uh, Tanner, why don't you start us off with the first seeds that you think are going to happen so number one seeds so my number one seeds in order by so that by their one through four ranking i have auburn as the number one overall seed gonzaga two uh your kansas jayhawks three big win last night big win the baylor bears at four so those are one one through four in order the top four overall seeds number one seeds uh and then mine would be auburn uh gonzaga my Kansas Jayhawks and the Baylor Bears. Um, I think there's some discrepancies in between the one and two seeds that I don't necessarily like, but um, we could go in a lot of places. But I think Kansas is definitely a team that we could see winning it all. I think a lot of those actually top those top four teams. So um, who do you got for the two seeds? My two seeds in order again. Um, I have Purdue, and then I have the two Pac-12 teams, which I don't really respect the Pac-12 that much. So I have UCLA and then Arizona. Most people have them as one seeds. I have them as twos right now. Mm-hmm. And my final two seed is Houston. I think they have some impressive wins in the non-conference. So I'd give Houston a nod for the final two seed. Well, my two seeds are very similar, except I'm going to give the nod to those two Pac-12 teams. I have UCLA, Arizona, and then Purdue. And I think Duke is going to end up in that two seed range. I think they're going to get hot at the end of the ACC schedule and be really good. So I think Duke's going to be the team there in that two seed. So then we will move on to the three seed, which... Three seeds in order again, Wisconsin, Kentucky, Michigan State, and a team who I love is Texas Tech. Well, that's funny because we have the same three seeds, but I have them in a different order. I think it's going to be Michigan State at the end of the year who's going to get that top three seed. And then I'm going to say Texas Tech, Wisconsin, Kentucky. I think Kentucky's got a tough SEC schedule. It could prove to be uh, pretty bad for them because they're playing Kansas this weekend. So that's another L that they're going to take. So, um, My four seeds, again, in order, I have Duke as a four seed. I, Other than Gonzaga, I don't think Duke really has that impressive of a win. So Duke is a four, and they don't really have any opportunities for many more impressive wins. So Duke has a four. Villanova, I have as a four seed. Tennessee and Ohio State sneaks in as a four seed right now. I also have Ohio State sneaking in as a four seed, but I have Houston in that spot. I don't think they're going to end the year well. I think Houston's going to fall deep, and they're going to be a four seed this year. I have Houston, Villanova, USC, and then Ohio State getting that last four seed spot. Uh, just playing in the Big Ten, I think, is going to be tough. So. Five seeds, LSU, UConn, my favorite five seed, Illinois, and then a good friend of ours, Colin Mergle. I have his Alabama Crimson Tide as the final five seed right now. Well, I think uh, some minds are thinking life. I also have Tennessee. I have LSU. I have Xavier 
peeking in there. I think they're going to be in between the five and six seed all year. And then I also have Bama as the last uh, last five seed. That's going to be Xavier and Bama are going to be two that are going to be pretty good teams when it comes to tournament time. So I got those two at the five. Six seeds, um, Texas. I think they play in the Big Twelve. They got a lot of opportunities left for some big wins. USC, I am not too high on again. Pac twelve, kind of. Um, I don't have a lot of respect for them, so they're kind of lower than most people. A team that I love is Marquette. I think they have some of the most impressive wins in the whole entire country this year. I mean, just impressive. And then an ACC team that I actually really like and that is flying under the radar right now is Wake Forest. They have 17 wins already this season. So. Interesting. Um, okay, well, my six seeds are Providence. I like Providence a lot. Uh, UConn out of the Big East, and then I have Illinois and Iowa, those two last two Big Ten teams that I think people are t- paying attention pay attention to besides Indiana, who is coming up in my uh, seeding, which I'll go through the seven seeds first. I think seven seed is going to be the first one is going to be Indiana, but I think they could switch places with either Providence or UConn, like I said, in the six seed. So I'm going to go seven seed Indiana, Texas, Iowa State, and then a shocker to some people, but I think Davidson's going to have an insane record at the end of the year. All right, so my – hold up. My document is bluffing. All right, so my seven seeds, uh, a team that I love out of the ACC, kind of under the radar, is Miami. Uh, I have Xavier as a seven. I think Xavier has some pretty rough losses so far, and I'm just not too high on them. Iowa State as a seven, and then I have Providence as a seven, a yeah. solid seven seed. I like that. I like that. Um, all right, so we'll move on to the eights. I had a really tough time with the eights. I think we kind of we kind of agreed and definitely kind of disagreed on some teams. That Marquette team that you were mentioned earlier, I have them as an eight seed. I think the Big East, especially with DePaul and teams like that that can play well, I don't think they're going to finish the year well. So I think that it's going to be Marquette, BYU, Colorado State, and Creighton, all kind of those like mid not mid major but non power five schools that are going to be able to make some noise as the eight seed. All right. Um... So, um, we're on to eight seeds, correct? Correct. So, eight seeds, uh, Florida State, um, I think they're going to hang around the bubble, but right now they're playing pretty well, so I have them as an eight. Colorado State is one of my favorite, like, non, like, mm-hmm. power five teams. They're playing well. They have one loss, I believe, on the season. Mm-hmm. North Carolina as an eight, and then Loyola Chicago as a strong eight seed as well. Okay. Um, so, that will move us on to the nines, correct? Yep. All right, so nine nine seeds, I have that Loyola-Chicago team. I also have Florida State. I have Wake Forest, and I have Creighton. All right, my nine seeds, I have two Big Ten to start. I have Iowa, and then I have the Indiana Hoosiers at nine, which I wouldn't be shocked if either of, the, either of those teams don't make the tournament. I could see both of them or one of them just falling off a cliff to end the year. Um, Davidson is... I believe in the top 25 right now. They are the 24. I have them as a nine seed. And then Oklahoma is just, I don't know, the Big 12 is pretty deep this year. And I don't really know what to think of Oklahoma, but I think right now they would be in the tournament, so I have them as a nine seed. Um. Yeah, so like I mentioned, mine are kind of are very similar. So I had that Loyola team there as well. So we're on 10 seeds, correct? Yep. All right, so 10 seeds would be Oregon I think UNC is going to be probably one of the last four teams in with Oregon, Oregon and UNC, and then Oklahoma and Miami. Those are two Power 5 schools that I think are just going to be on the bottom half of the teams getting in in their conference. So 10 seeds for you, Tanner. Uh, I like the 
conference that Gonzaga's in a lot this year. They actually have some depth finally. So I have two teams out of that conference. That's BYU and St. Mary's. Okay. I actually have a fourth one coming up later. Um, and then I think a team that's probably not in the tournament right now, but a team that I think will make the tournament is Michigan. So I just stuck them in as a 10. Okay. They're starting to play better and get healthy. And then I think one of the most dangerous bottom seeds in the whole entire tournament this year is Oregon. Um, mm-hmm. Started the year preseason top 15. I think they started off like 2-5, and five, just terrible start to the season. But mm. they have a ton of talent, and it's like starting to come together right now. So they're a team to watch out for. As long as they get in the tournament, they can do some damage. So Oregon as a 10 seed. Very true. <clears throat> All right, moving on to 11s. This is going to be probably the end of those Power 5 schools that you're going to be able to see in the tournament. So... I have Boise State, uh, TCU, San Diego State, and West Virginia. West Virginia and TCU are both one of those teams in the Big 12 that can definitely win a game or two uh, in the tournament. But Boise State and San Diego State, like you said with uh, Oregon, started out the season very well but are not finishing it very well. So your 11s. So my 11 seeds, I have San Diego State as an automatic qualifier, I believe. And then I... I've been going back and forth. This is my, like, last team in that's mm-hmm. not an automatic qualifier. Mm-hmm. And it's TCU. I was going back and yep. forth between them and Florida, but I, I gave the nod to TCU right now. And then I would have them playing West Virginia – or not West Virginia, sorry, Seton Hall in a playing game. I do not like Seton Hall this year. I think they're going to fall off a cliff here and end up in a play-in game. And then my last two um, – at uh, well, one automatic qualifier is Boise State. And then my last – at large that is not in a play-in game is West Virginia. So, mm-hmm. uh, All right, so moving on to 12s, I think it is. Yep. All right, so 12 seeds I have, and these are all going to be automatic qualifiers because they they're going to be able to win their conference. So with that, my 12 seeds are going to be Murray State. I think they're the best team in that conference. I don't think it's close. Um, I think, it, you know, there's, uh, there's up for debate when it comes to teams like my next team, which is UAB. Um, those Southern Conference uh, teams that can really play. And then I have Iona, who's been playing really well. They're coached well. And then I have the same thing as Joel Lenardi as the 12 seeds. I have San Francisco winning out West. So that was my 12s. So I also, just like I had five 11 seeds, I also have five 12 seeds. Mm-hmm. I think the plans, there's going to be one 11 and yep. one 12. Yep. So starting with the automatic qualifiers winning their conference, uh, the very dangerous Iona Gales, coached by Rick oh, Pitino. Yeah. Um, and yet again, the very dangerous Toledo Rockets. That team out of the MAC is dangerous this year. Yes. Um, we watched them actually just beat the beat the brains out of Ohio, the yes. second best team in the MAC last week. Yes. And then Murray State as an automatic qualifier, and then the very two last at-large bids: San Francisco, my fourth team, that comes out of that conference out west, and then Creighton out of the Big East. I think they play each other in a play-in. So. Okay. Uh, all right, so then I will move on to the 13s, which I have that Toledo team at. I think that could be the most insane 13 seed that we've ever seen. Uh, Toledo, if you ever have a chance to watch them, that's MAC basketball. Uh, so I have Toledo winning the MAC, and then I have Vermont, San Diego State, who's going to be probably one of the last teams in if they don't win their conference. They could get it in at large. And then I have Furman winning the, the conference that I believe – Mm, I forgot who's in that conference. Chattanooga, maybe? It is Chattanooga, yes. I have Furman winning that conference over Chattanooga, which is the current favorite. So my 13s, I have Vermont, and then I have Chattanooga winning that conference. 
Princeton, and then UAB. UAB is a pretty dangerous team this year. I've seen Lenardi put him as high as 11, I believe, yeah. as even an at-large if they weren't, weren't to win their conference. But I have them as a 13 right now. UAB is a 13. Uh, and then 14 seeds, I have Princeton, like you said. I think they're going to drop because I think Furman's going to win uh, that conference, and then Chattanooga wouldn't get in. So I have Princeton, Wagner, and then Seattle and Jacksonville State. Those are those are just teams in those conferences that I don't think are that I think are just going to win that. I don't think there's any real competition at the moment. So I think same with Mason. From here on out, I just have these teams who I currently are on top of their conference, and I just have them. Staying on top, and so my 14s, I have Wagner, Seattle, Cleveland State, and South Dakota State. So then that would move us to the 15s, which would put me at the Big Sky champion, which would be Weber State, in my opinion. Uh, They're currently 7-1 in conference. The next best record is Northern Colorado, which is almost a 500 team. So then I would do Weber State, and I would do Oakland winning um, out of the... What conference are they? Let's see. I would have Oakland winning out of the Horizon League, which I would have currently Cleveland State is leading that uh, conference, but I think Oakland's going to beat them. I think they have the better team. They also have the better overall record. The conference record is just not there at the moment. And then I have Southern Utah and CSU Fullerton. Those are just, like I said, teams that are on top of their conferences right now. All right, my 15, Southern Utah, Cal State Fullerton, Colgate, um, and Jacksonville State. So then contrary, uh, on my 16 seeds, I have Southern University, Longwood, UNC Wilmington, and then Colgate, but Colgate would be only be uh, 16 if somebody else in their conference didn't win. So those are my 16s. My 16s, I have six of them currently, uh, four of which would play each other in a playing game. Okay. The two that are not going to be in a playing game is Arkansas State and UNC Wilmington. And then the four that would play each other in a play-in situation would be Southern, New Orleans, Norfolk State for the second year in a row, and then Longwood. That would be an electric matchup. All right, and then after uh, that, we have our that was our full field. Uh, J- this is January 25th, so there's a couple, still a month or two out um, from Selection Sunday. But who do you think your Cinderella picks are, the team that can, that is not exactly a high seed but could really make a run in the tournament? So I'm going to start with, te- with double-digit seeds. Because um, that's what I would consider a Cinderella is if you're double digit, and so a ten seed that I like is Oregon. I explained why earlier, but then obviously Iona and Toledo at tw- at the twelve line. I wouldn't be shocked if not only they win one matchup, but they take down maybe two teams, and get to a Sweet Sixteen. I don't think that necessarily happens, but I I could see Iona definitely making a run, especially with Rick Pitino as their head coach, and then Toledo is just they're on fire right now and. If they could get this hot in the tournament, who knows? They could knock off two higher seeds and, and make a, a deep tournament run. So Iona, Toledo, and Oregon are my Cinderella's right now. Well, we have two of the same three. I have Iona and Toledo as well. But I think contrary, those are two very coach te- very good coach teams. I think Oregon can definitely win some games. But I think another team that's going to probably be a 10 or 11 seed is Oklahoma. They had a new coach, Porter Moser, who came from Loyola, Chicago, who's already had deep tournament runs, and he has a really sneaky Oklahoma team. I think Oklahoma can win, like, three games. They could probably make a Sweet 16 run if they if they really have the firepower. And then that brings us to our last picks of the day, which would be your off-the-whim final four picks of the week. Tanner, who do you who do you see out of this 
So get into the final four. I actually put the top six, my top six um, seeds into like regions. Yep. And so out of the East region, just off the, you know, nice little glimpse at it, I think that Auburn and Purdue would face off in the Elite Eight. And right now I would give the edge to Auburn mm-hmm. making the final four. And in the Midwest, um, I think Kansas would end up playing Wisconsin in the Elite Eight. Wisconsin taking down Houston. And I think Kansas would beat Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And then in the West, I like Texas Tech as a three seed to knock off UCLA and Gonzaga and to make a Final Four again, All right. Texas Tech. And then in the South region, I actually think that Kentucky as a three seed is very dangerous. I don't really respect Arizona that much, and I don't see Baylor getting to back-to-back Final Fours. And so I think Kentucky ends Baylor's run in the Elite Eight. So Kentucky, Texas Tech, Kansas, and Auburn, two one seeds and two three seeds as of now. All right. Um, well, mine would be Kansas in that same uh, region, and then I would have instead of instead of that Auburn Purdue matchup, I would have Michigan State coming out of there. I think that's a sneaky team as well. I think uh, if that if it isn't Michigan State, it is Purdue. Um, kind of on the opposite end of you. I think Auburn's good. They're just not. They're just not Big Ten. You know, Jaden Ivy Purdue good. So. Uh, so I like Kansas, and then I like Michigan State, but I can also see a team like Wisconsin coming out of um, a different a different side, which would be with Kansas. But so we're gonna go Kansas, uh, Michigan State, and then I would have uh, Texas Tech coming out of the West, and then Baylor coming out of the South. So that um, that is our full rundown of things so far. Um, so we will conclude from that. And Tanner, there's a couple quick questions about things going on Benedictine-wise. Um, how do you think school is going so far on, on an online basis? You know, I actually prefer to, like, take classes in person. However, right now we're kind of, like, in just the grind of our basketball season. Sure. So having everything over Zoom is kind of nice mm-hmm. because it's like I don't really have to necessarily – get ready to and you know like actually go somewhere i can just attend class in my room and kind of chill and hang out right so i actually like that we're over zoom right now classes are going pretty well um i think most of the classes were finally starting to get into like actual content of the course right we're out of syllabus stuff yeah so overall just really not much to complain about so far and i mean honestly i wish the zoom would last longer than february 7th but yeah um, it is what it is, and right now I'm enjoying the Zoom setup. So that's good. Yeah, I think a lot of people like the Zoom, but I think they just learn better in person. And then, uh, what do you think about the basketball season? The rest of the basketball season coming up. So we got around t- uh, nine game, nine games, ten games left. Yeah, nine games yeah. left. Um, right now, I think if the conference tournament were to start, we'd be in it. Barely. Yeah. Yes, we would. Um, however, we just haven't played well as a team, and we had COVID issues. Mm-hmm. And, I think we're finally starting to get healthy, and really, to be honest, I I wouldn't be shocked if we make a run. Mm-hmm. Um, over the course of these last nine games, I think like more than half of them are huge, like teams that like we need right. to be and finish in front of. So I think the fact that we kind of control our own destiny for making the conference tournament, I like that. I, you know, I think all of us, even though we've kind of struggled lately, I think we all believe in each other mm-hmm. and believe in the talent we have. So I, you know, I I feel confident going forward. I think we can definitely make the conference tournament um we just got to take it one game at a time and then this is something just with talking with other guys and you know pretty much everybody else on the team is i think once the conference tournament starts i 
especially in this conference, you can throw away the seeding in that. I think right. anybody could win it. Right. So I just think as long as we get there, I think we'll have a good chance to, you know, win three games in a row in a conference tournament situation. So that's, that's kind of that's kind of my feeling right now about our season. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think uh, as well is that there's only going to be one team from our conference that goes to the national tournament. So winning the tournament would be our only way to be able to get into the national tournament. So I definitely agree. Uh, we're going to be back on track tonight. We're at uh, Concordia Chicago. So if you, anybody listening to this wants to stream it, go ahead and do that. Uh, we also have a game on Saturday, and we play Saturday. Saturday we have – hold on, I can, can pull the schedule. I feel like it's Aurora, isn't it? Uh, Saturday we have St. Norbert. Oh, another, it is St. Norbert. Another huge one. That another big game. We got some really good games. So if you can come to the games, uh, everybody come out. Uh, we'd love to have uh, some fans. So, uh, so, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Got anything else, Tanner? What are your What are your thoughts about anything out there that we're missing? Well, um, NFL playoffs. Well, I'll tell you what. The Bears aren't in it, and that means I have to root for somebody that is kind of like the Bears. So that means it's the Bengals because they have been they've been in the rough uh, rough patches for a long time now. So I like the Bengals, but I think probably the Chiefs are going to win it. I think they're too good. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see, though. What about you? I'm sticking by my original Super Bowl pick, which is still alive, yep. and that is the Bengals versus the 49ers. Yep. And I had the Bengals winning that matchup. So. True. I wouldn't mind the 49ers winning it because they beat the Packers. Yep. So. And yep. everybody hates Packers. So. So. Um, all right. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week with a brand-new guest. Uh, if you want to check out all of our written articles, go ahead to the candor.wordpress.com. Uh, dot ben dot edu uh check out all those uh we got some very talented writers about things that are everything benedictine so go check that out and uh we'll see you guys next week